copyright disclaimer. Under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976, allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, emotional, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair. Additionally, this content is not intended to incite hate towards any particular individual or entity, but for the purposes of consumer education and consumer protection. Everything in this podcast is my interpretation of the things that I have found on the professional website of the businesses mentioned, as well as other sources that will be linked below if they are used. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Recovering from MLM podcast. My name is Nikki and I am so excited to be here with you guys today. Um, First and foremost, can we just say that I have not been expecting the outpour of love and support and messages and follows um, that I've been receiving over the past few days. Truly, I thought this was just kind of going to be like a space that I jumped on and like vented and nobody really listened to it besides maybe family. But It is astronomical the amount of people who are listening to this podcast and interacting with me from this podcast. And I am so excited about this episode because I actually have two firsthand stories from some people who found me from this podcast um, who wanted to tell their story of their experiences with MLMs. I also have some very brief uh, Zoom clips that I'm going to be playing during this podcast. Sound quality might not be super great because I haven't figured out how to take a screen recording and morph it into an audio clip to put on here. So we're just going to go a little janky with it today, but it's okay. We're going to get through it. Um, For those of you who do not know what this podcast is about, maybe you got sent this from a friend. Maybe it just kind of popped up on your Spotify recommendations. Welcome. I'm so excited that you're here and I want to give you just a little brief rundown. So again, my name is Nikki. I was in an MLM company off and on for about five years And during that time, I just felt like I was just constantly trying so hard to claw my way up the ranks and trying so hard to make it. And realistically, I never saw success. I saw little glimmers and flakes of hope here and there, but it was always followed by a monumental letdown. And so I decided to leave the MLM community. And whenever that happened, the lash out and the retaliation that I received actually kind of woke me up enough to show me that I was not in the right place and it was never going to be the right time and that this was just simply not something that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So if you're listening to this, and I say this on every episode, but I'm guessing that you're one of three kinds of people. A, number one, maybe you're someone who's already in an MLM and you're listening for one of two reasons. Either A, you're someone who feels like this is a dead-end street just like I and so many other people have. And so you're listening to see if you're crazy for feeling the things that you feel or if this is actually something that most people go through in MLMs. Or B, you're listening to this because you want to try to find a way to debunk me and prove me wrong. And if that's the case, I encourage whichever type that you are to listen because I can assure you, you are not alone. And I am thoroughly fact-checking all of my information. Um, The second kind of person that you might be is someone who's considering joining an MLM. Maybe somebody's reached out to you and offered you this awesome boss babe opportunity that you just couldn't live without. And maybe you're just looking for some resources to see what this is really all about. If that's the case, I strongly encourage you 
to hit that subscribe button, hit the follow button, turn on the notifications so that you get notified every single time a new podcast drops and we can meet here as often as humanly possible to talk about all of the things that falls under the category of MLM. And the third kind of person that you might be is someone who just randomly found this, or maybe you're a friend of mine on social media just listening for some support. And if that's the case, hello, welcome. And I'm so excited that you are here as well. So I do just want to give you guys a brief little disclaimer. All of the things that I'm stating in this podcast are what I believe to be true. They are my opinions. And um, I'm not infringing on any copyrights or anything of that nature. So I do just need to give that little disclaimer. I cannot give uh, company names or actual names of people who I was in the quote unquote business with um, for legal purposes to protect myself. But with that being said, let's jump right in. I am so excited for today's podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about manipulation from the top. Hi friends, welcome back. So as promised at my last episode, I told you guys that I was going to be reading off little excerpts from Zoom notes that I've taken over the years. Um, This one comes back from 2018. It was from a beginning of a quarter um, Zoom that I was on with several very high up, um, very prestigious top income earners in the company. And I was reading back through my Zoom notes as I was kind of gathering materials. And this one made me cringe, but it also kind of made me giggle a little bit because it is just dripping with desperation. And I feel like this goes in so well with our title for today, which if you missed that, it's manipulation from the top. Talking about from the top of the pyramid, the manipulation tactics that the top income earners and the Um, higher up people in the company use to kind of crack a whip and get you to work. So let's run through these really quickly. The very first quote is, the resources are bottomless. You just don't want it bad enough. (laughs) The second one is, I did not join this business to build someone else and you did not join to just sit there. Another one was this top income earner making air quotes and saying, I don't make excuses, referring to her downline. And then saying, yet you say things like, oh, my phone died. This or that happened. There was a death in the family. I had to go to work. I have children. That one is so cringy. Um, Then our next one is, I brought you onto my team and showed up every single day for you because I honestly believed when you said you wanted and needed it. I've poured into my customers that I've earned and I've poured them over into your business. I never, I have never not shown up for you even once, but yet you won't show up for me. The next one is, You want me to run to your aid when something doesn't go right or you don't understand. And yet, you don't even bother to respond in the chat. The last one, and probably my favorite one, is if you acted at your 9 to 5 how you act here, you would be fired. There you go, ladies and gents. That is our Zoom note excerpts today. Now, with that being said, let's dive right in. So today we're kind of picking up where we left off um, last 
episode talking about kind of toxic positivity, we're going to kind of move from there into manipulation from the top. Now, this is not from the top of any one specific company, because as I've been doing research and as I've been doing some digging, if I have learned anything, it is that all of these MLM companies, while they might have different pay amounts and they might have different um, you know, compensation plans, they all kind of seem to operate the same way, which would be headquarters uh, teaching specific things to the people at the top who then trickle that down and into their downlines um, and so on and so forth. Some do them in more positive ways. Some do them in more negative ways. We're going to kind of talk about all of it. And I am most excited because I had two people from two completely different companies message me in the past 24 hours with little bits and pieces of their story that they've actually given me permission to disclose. Now, I'm sure you guys already know this, but I do have to say it just for the sake of legalities. I will not be giving any real names of companies or people, especially not the people who are sending me this info because I do want to protect them and protect their rights as well. Um, so we're just going to jump in. The manipulation from the top of these MLM organizations kind of comes from before you ever even join. And I want to kind of get a little in depth on that because what they actually do is before you even join, they start looking and picking apart at your weaknesses, your weak points, um, things that they could use for reasons why you would need this quote unquote business, which I've said this before. I'll say it again, just in case you're new here. An MLM organization is not your legitimate business. You are not even seen as a business owner by professionals whenever you go to get your taxes done. I found that out last year. Fun fact. Um, one of the most specific tactics that they'll use, and I've talked to a couple other people who I now know were previously in MLMs and are no longer, and they have all verified this across the board. This is probably over 10 different companies. Um, they kind of start before they ever even interact with you. So you get this friend request from someone that you don't know. We'll just say on Facebook and you're like, okay, well, we have mutual friends. Um, because for those of you who don't know, the technique that is really common in MLM is it's the rule of five. And so what they encourage with their downlines is you go pick five people um, that you're friends with on Facebook and you go to those five people's friend list or if their friend list is set to private, which most people's are nowadays, um, then what you're actually going to do is you're going to go to their um, photos and posts and you're going to send a friend request to either five people on their friends list if it's private or five people on their um pictures, um, posts, things like that. Five people who liked their content and you're going to send those five people friend requests. And so by the time this task is done and ready to be checked off of your daily task list, yes, we actually had daily task lists. Maybe I'll show it on TikTok sometime. Um, but the task list, uh, by the time it's marked off, you've sent out 25 friend requests. Let me just pause really quick because I realized I forgot something. Shameless plug here. If you have not already gone and followed my Instagram and TikTok accounts and you're more of a visual person and would like to see things for yourself, um, I do have both an Instagram and a TikTok account. They both have the exact same username as this podcast. So it's at recovering from MLM. Um, but moving on. You get a friend request from this person that you really don't know. You see that you have mutual friends and you think that it's just maybe somebody that you met forever ago or somebody that knows you through so-and-so. 
in all actuality, they have no idea who you are. And nine times out of 10, if you message them and you're like, hey, do I know you? They'll say something kind of wonky like, oh my bad, you came up on my people you may know and you looked like a girl that I went to high school with and her name is such and such too. Um, <clears throat> this is a really common tactic in MLM. And so what happens is you accept that friend request and this person is going to automatically start looking through your page. And here's some questions that they're going to be asking themselves. And I know this because this is what I was taught the first time I was in MLM. So whenever you're looking through their page, they're going to be looking for things like, does this person post about not having enough money, not having enough free time, being overwhelmed, working too much, or not having friends? And there's a whole list of other things that they'll look for as well. Um, but those are like the big key indicators of like, I can slide in and send, it's literally called a reach out message. It's just kind of like, Hey girl, like I love your content and I think you would be so good at this. Would you be open to some information about this quote unquote business that I'm running? I'm looking for some new people and I just think that you would kill it. Okay. And so what happens is they kind of make you feel like it's something that you need, like. I've even seen it before where, you know, you send in a screenshot to your upline where someone's like, no, I'm just not interested. And then you're told to message them back and be like, really? Because like, I noticed that you were posting about like not having enough money or I noticed you were posting about really not liking the fact that, you know, like for me, it was like, you know, you, you have no free time as a single mom. You don't get any time with your kids. Like I could really offer you that free time. I could really offer you more time with your kids because you could make all this money getting into my MLM and I could really help you here. And so it kind of like starts this little, they call it planting seeds. And that's literally what it is. It plants this little seed in your mind of like, okay, my plan A isn't working. Like, do I need a plan B? Is this really the way that some people make money? And maybe you sign up under them that day. Maybe not. However, what you do need to know is that if you don't sign up that day, they're going to mark your name on a list. They're going to follow up with you. And I've said this before. They're going to follow up with you shamelessly daily for the first probably week or so. And then weekly every single Friday. And they literally say it on Zooms all the time. Make sure you're following up on Friday because Friday is payday. Okay. Um, and then you're going to be signing up monthly again on Fridays or uh, messaging them again monthly, which is like I said, Fridays. Um, and then if you still don't join, they're going to ask you why you haven't joined. We literally had a message that we would send that was like, Hey girl, I noticed that you still haven't signed up in the business yet. And I was just wondering why, like, I was just wondering what your reasoning was that you haven't signed up yet. Like this could do so much for you and da, 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 da. And whenever people say things like, Oh, I don't have the money or I don't have the time. There's an app called boards. And they're going to go into that app and they're going to find the objections scripts. And I have found out this is not just for one company. This is across the freaking board. Okay. Um, and so I've shared on TikTok two of the cringiest ones, the objections. This week, I'm going to be making more content that's even all of the objections. Um, so be sure you tune in on that TikTok account. It is recovering from MLM. Um, but they're going to literally basically proceed to argue with you about how no one joins a business because they have time or no one joins because they have money or that you don't need um, a, a big following, um, how it's not a pyramid scheme, how you don't have to be good at sales because they don't consider themselves salespeople, even though that's all they do is sell. Um if you're afraid of failing, if you're from a small town, if you're already with another company, 
um, if you've done this specific company before or why you don't understand why you should have to pay to start or your husband says no. It's all these literally argumentative um, messages that kind of make you second guess yourself. Um, it's literally worded to where if you say, okay, for example, I'll read one. If you say I don't have money, okay, the one that, that I would be sending says no one joins this business because they have the money to join. They join because they need it. Most people don't have the money to spend whenever they join. They just jump in because it is an investment. I didn't have the money to join either when I joined, but I donated plasma and sold my Xbox to make it happen because I knew that what I'm not changing, I'm choosing, and that's why I jumped in. We spend X amount of dollars on the things that we don't need all the time and also on the things that are not income producing. Plus, it's only, insert amount here, to join a business, which is incredible. So what I really want to point out whenever it comes to messages like this is it's so argumentative. Literally starting it saying no one joins the business because they have money is gaslighting. It's almost like trying to make you feel stupid for even assuming that you you couldn't join because you don't have X amount of dollars sitting in your bank account right now. Or maybe you do have X amount of dollars sitting in your bank account, but it has to go towards bills. Um, you guys, I've seen people promote like putting it on a credit card. The very first time that I joined, I was encouraged by not the girl who signed me, but the girl above her to go donate my plasma. My cats are fighting, but to go donate my plasma out of my own body and then sell my Xbox to join a quote unquote business. Um, saying things like, well, people spend like, let's just say it's $25 to join. And you're like, I don't have $25. They'll be like, well, people spend $25 on stuff they don't need all the time. Like I just saw you post about how you went to McDonald's. Girl, if you got $25 for McDonald's, you got $25 to start a business. And it's almost like making you second guess yourself. Like maybe you're right. Maybe this person is so adamant um, that I need this because they know it's something that's going to change my life. And you start to ask these questions. And so Let's just say that at that message you joined, once you join, um, one of the first parts of your training is going to be to find out, they call it your why. Um, and they want you to like dig deep into what it is that you need from this MLM. Like, is it that you're, you know, crying yourself to sleep at night? Because I mean, they get so super specific. Like, is it that you're crying yourself to sleep every night because you don't have the money to pay your water bill? Is it that you're making laundry soap handmade and like, you can't even like afford to keep your house warm for your babies. Is it that Christmas guys Christmas time is my least favorite time in MLM because that's when the claws really get sunk in. Like you have real deal families who are like, I'm literally going to have to go to five below and dollar street to buy my kids Christmas presents. But there's, there's nothing wrong with everyone struggles, especially since COVID like the struggle is real. But so many people will be like, well, I literally don't even have the money to buy my kids Christmas presents. I'm not going to put X amount of dollars into starting a new business that I don't even know if it's going to work or not when I can't even buy my kids Christmas and people will literally like tell you to pop back and be like, Oh, well, don't you want to buy your kids Christmas presents? How, how would $10,000 sound to, to get your kids Christmas? Would that be enough? Because like I could help you make that before Christmas. Okay. That's literally how it works. Um, they pass it off as them needing to know where you're going to help you get there. So like, Okay, I'm joining because um, I need to make <clears throat> I need to make a five thousand dollar bonus to be able to pay Christmas for my kids, and they're like, okay, well, now that I know this, I can help you get there. But in reality, what they're actually doing 
is setting it up to where they have ammunition against you. So I'm going to give you um, kind of like an example. And then I'm going to go into like reading off these things that my friends sent me because y'all, they are juicy. Um, so for example, let's say that I join an MLM and I tell my upline, I tell the girl who signed me or the guy who signed me that the reason why I'm joining is because um, I need a $5,000 bonus to get my kids Christmas. And month one goes by and I'm like, hey, I've been doing this for 30 days straight. I've been putting in the time, like you say, I've been sending the messages. I've been sending the screenshots. I've been asking for help. I've been on all the Zooms and I didn't make anything. Like I barely made $20. <clears throat> I think this is not for me and I think I'm just going to go. They'll be like, really? Because you told me that you wanted to join this so that you could get your kids Christmas. And <laughs> I've literally had someone say something just like this to me. Are you going to go look your child in the face and tell them that they won't have Christmas presents this year because <laughs> mommy wanted to give up on her business because it got a little bit too hard? It's manipulation. Because now it's in the forefront of your mind, like, oh my God, if I leave this, I'm not going to be able to get my kids Christmas. It's just automatically the way that the brain works. Now, there are some people who are smart enough to be like, whoop, red flag and jump ship. But more often than not, it's an easy way to get your claws in and get people to listen to you and stay. Because if they quit, this is another person that you have to mark off of your chart and restart all over again at square one because losing rank is a real thing in MLM. So let's jump into some of the stories that I was sent over the past 24 hours from friends. Friend number one. So I had a friend that joined an MLM because she had really small children and her marriage was on the rocks. She wasn't super sure if her and her husband were going to stay together. And she really didn't want to put her children into daycare and work a nine to five because they were so little and so used to her being home. She had literally been a stay at home mom their entire life. So she took the bait. She joined an MLM. And these are her own words that she has given me permission to share. I was in for six months and for the first three, I wasn't commission qualified, so I wasn't paid. All of the hours I spent messaging, posting, listening to Zooms, all for free. I was told that if I wanted commissions, I would have to run a shipment order every month and it had to be at least $108. I was so broke at the time, we were barely paying our bills, but when I told my enroller, she told me that I was looking at this from the wrong perspective. No one runs a business for free and I would have to spend money to make money. I was frazzled. I asked her why she advertised on social media that there were no mandatory monthly fees or inventory if we had to run a shipment order and buy products that I didn't even want. She told me I would have to be a product of the product to get people to buy from me. So I put off our cable bill and bought the damn products. They were so awful. For the next three months, I paid $108 for an auto ship and my monthly pay was at first $20, but she couldn't even cash out less than $25. The next month was $29 and the final month was a whopping $63. That was when I realized that I had been scammed and left. My enroller still doesn't speak to me this day and even made a TikTok making fun of me. Friend number two. I was going through a lot in my marriage <clears throat> and with the fact that my two best friends had moved out of state. So I was searching for some kind of connection and they made me feel like I was going to find it with them. My upline was a top income earner and she was going through some craziness with her daughter. So my training took the back burner and that part I understood. 
I would most definitely put my kid over everything else, but when I tried to get help from other uplines, they just didn't have time for me. I felt deserted. I felt ignored. I just saw that they made it very clear that if they didn't directly benefit from me, it was a waste of their time. So I never really felt any kind of sisterhood. The whole experience just embarrassed me. I never felt supported by them. I never felt like my questions were answered. I was tired of being told, oh, just say this and get fed some big load of lies. I consider myself an honest person and I didn't like representing something that I was so unsure about. After about three to four months, I left. I needed to put MLMs behind me. I would also like to add when I finally got up the courage and the funds to join, I was expecting the kind of training you would get in a nine to five, meaning I thought there was going to be someone actually showing me what to do, what X means and what the product is. Instead, it was a pre-recorded training that felt very rushed and disjointed. My upline took what seemed to be forever to answer basic questions, and I felt like she wasn't even reading them fully because they were very pointed questions, and I just got very general answers. Some of them had nothing to do with what I asked, and then on top of that, they pretty much threw me in the water and said sink or swim, making me feel... I'm sorry, by making me post things before I had ever even finished my training. And almost immediately, my close friends and family started saying my Facebook got hacked, which added to my embarrassment. I pushed through, hoping that I needed to get past this part, and then I'll start seeing the results I had been promised by so many quote-unquote mentors. I got handed a bunch of pre-made lines and answers and was told not to go off script. But there were people asking valid questions and I didn't know how to answer and nothing in the script fit. I talked to my upline about what to say and she told me, quote, it sounds like they're just asking too many questions. You should just ignore them and move on, end quote. But then in the next breath said, quote, just keep talking to people, getting customers and new distributors. It is all in the follow up, end quote. So to me, that seemed like an oxymoron. The whole reason I decided to join this business wasn't for me because I needed to be straightforward with people and vice versa. And I never felt that. It all just went against what I valued as a person. So whenever I first read these two messages that I had received, and there are more, I just haven't really processed them yet. Some of them are pretty sad, actually. Um, But my heart just kind of broke because I was like, damn, I know exactly what that's like. Like, I have literally been right where you're standing. And so I kind of want to talk about the number one place because I keep talking about manipulation, but I feel like maybe you guys aren't quite able to see what I'm referring to because I haven't gotten super specific Um, So here in a couple minutes, I'm going to be playing a couple of clips from Zooms. Now I do just want to let you guys know they're going to kind of um, be a little bit choppy, like they'll be talking and then it'll just like abruptly stop and then jump into another one. And the reason is because I have to make sure that it's not disclosing company names, names of the person talking, things like that to protect myself from lawsuit, because believe it or not, these people can scam you and treat you like trash for a living um but they can also sue you for exposing them if you don't do it in a certain way so these are the legal guidelines that I have been warned to stay within by counsel um so that's what I'm going to be doing here um but just to give you a little bit of an idea what team zooms are they're they call them trainings um 
But it's basically where a top income earner gets on a like virtual uh, video chat with the team to preach to the lower ranks about how to have quote success. And these Zooms are dripping, like dripping is even an understatement with manipulation tactics. And it ranges from things like boasting about success, calling people out, giving what they call harsh truths, which is really that just them like talking shit to you and then expecting you to just take it because it's coming from a place of love. And they say that all the time, like, well, I say that with love. Well, you're still an asshole. Um, Promoting company events such as conventions as non-negotiables and it doesn't matter like if you have kids or if you have a family or if you have like a medical reason why you can't travel like come hell or high water you better be at this because it doesn't matter how hard you work or how much money you make them. Um, if you're not at these corporate events, you're not important to them because you, quote, don't care about your business. Um, and most of them are fluff sessions where they send out this Zoom graphic with like, how to be more effective on Instagram or answering all your questions about signing new team members or whatever. And they claim they're going to answer your questions, but then they pretty much just tell you that the reason why you aren't successful is because you're in your own way and they fill it with so much fluff. Like you will sit there listening for 30 minutes to a freaking hour and get off that Zoom. And at first you'll be so pumped, but like as days progress and you start processing like the things that you listen to, you're like... I really didn't like I still have the same questions and that's kind of why people a lot of people say that the reason why people get stuck in MLM is because they focus on the quote unquote how I had a girl comment on that on TikTok and was like well you know I'm not in MLM anymore but I really have seen people get caught in the how and I don't I this is no hate towards the person that commented whatsoever but here's why I disagree with that it's not that you get stuck in the how it's that the how never gets answered. So you're kind of on this loop where it's like, I have all these big questions that I need answered. Somebody gets on a Zoom or somebody does a one-on-one with you, dances around it, puts in a whole bunch of hype. It's kind of like if you've ever been to a casino, then you would know they pump extra oxygen into the building. They don't have windows so that you don't know if it's day or night. And they serve copious amounts of alcohol. Why? To keep you going. To keep you go, 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 going because the longer you're in there, the more money they make. Well, it's the same thing with an MLM. And so they do these Zooms that are kind of like a casino effect. And they just like, they say, okay, here, I'm going to answer this big question for you. You get on the Zoom and they're like, hype, hype, hype. You're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. This is why you're not successful. You need to get out of your way. It's all your mindset. It's all this. It's all that. It's everything but the fact that the MLM doesn't flipping work and we don't even have the answers to give you. And then they end the Zoom. And so you get out of the Zoom and you're like, okay, like, this is great. Like, you get hyped on their stories. Like, you get hyped. That's why they have you do a Zoom right after you get back from retreat so you can hype everybody up. And they say that in, like, the you get put in, like, a chat because I've spoken on Zooms before. And you get put in, like, a chat um, before the Zoom and it, like, pretty much tells you, like, this is what you're going to be speaking about. This is what you're going to say make sure to keep it super hype and upbeat. Like that's my goal for this Zoom. And so it's it's all hype. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's like if you go to a concert, right? And so as the days progress and you start unpacking all the things that were said on the Zoom, you're like, wait a minute. This is the same thing that they said last week. I still have the same questions. Nothing is being answered. And you get stuck in this constant routine of this is not for me. Maybe I should just leave. Well, now I'm hyped up from the Zoom. and now I'm realizing that the zoom didn't give me anything that I actually needed from this now I'm back in that in that space of questioning everything again it's not the how 
It's the fact that there is no how. So I'm going to go ahead and play the first couple clips and we'll just kind of go from there. Like, I, like some of you have no stamina. You can't even stay in the game long enough because you don't got that energy, right? You got to like elevate yourself. You got to like, sometimes it's, listen, I have a whole podcast on this. It's not just about raising the bar. Let's talk about raising the foundation. It's not just about saying, I want $5,000 a month. It's saying, ho, I'm no longer going back to less than 2000 You shift, you raise the foundation as you go. And when you don't, when you don't shift your mindset and you don't raise the foundation, go right back to where your mindset, where your blueprint is. So it makes more sense. You, you go like this, you raise the foundation as you go. It just makes sense. But you're never going to get there doing the minimum. You're not going to get the goals you want. You're not going to get the bonuses you want. I'm, I'm telling you, you're not. Like, I'm telling you in love, not because the system is flawed and broken. Go right. No, you're probably going to have someone that quits or their booty holes in their throat and they have a holy crap moment and they're going to freak out and they're going to block you and they're going to quit after a week. And these things happen. You have to leave margin for error. But some of you were riding so late last minute in a hurry. There ain't no margin for error. Like, what are we, if we call ourselves leaders, come on, y'all, we got to do better. We have to set better expectations for ourselves. If we want to call our team higher, we can't be calling no one higher unless we're calling ourselves higher. Wow, that was intense. So it's crazy to me how over and over and over again in these Zooms, they say things like, it's not because it doesn't work. And it's kind of like, you know that saying that sometimes you only say things because you're trying to convince yourself or you're trying to convince someone else. Why would you need to convince someone that something works if it does? Why would you need to drive that point home? Because if I tell you, hey, I crank this car up and it runs... It should run, right? I shouldn't have to convince you. No, it really does run. You should be able to turn the key for yourself and see that it runs, right? It's just crazy to me. The amount of pressure that they put on their quote unquote leaders is absolutely unreal. And yet, whenever I was at retreat, I truly did not see anyone that was at the top working, touching their phones, or doing anything that we're preached at to do. As far as um, leadership, as far as the people who were at the top, I mean, they were living their best life. Now, I did see people who were lower on the totem pole um, around the same area in the quote-unquote business that I was who were waking up earlier than events were scheduled for to make sure they got work done. But the top, no, ma'am. Um and it was almost like not working came naturally to them. And I can't help but think that that's because the people at the bottom do all of the legwork. I mean, you think about it. Out of 4,000, 5,000 people, if you have just 20 of them who are willing to do enough to contribute to your paycheck, that is a huge paycheck. So let's jump into another clip. Um, in this next clip, 
we're going to be listening to a leader who is on a live on a group page, um, kind of talking about whether you have your toe in or your all in to the business. Y'all, I go through it, okay? I go through the same struggles that you go through. I go through losing distributors. I go through losing family members. I go through life problems. I go through feeling like I am not a good enough leader. I go through imposter syndrome. I go through everything that you go through, but because I'm so committed to my business that I am 110% all into my business. I am not a toe in. I'm not a foot in. I'm not an arm in. I'm not a, oh, I'm only going to work it when in life is convenient. I'm only going to work it when my commission check's high. I'm only going to work it when I'm getting acknowledgement. I'm only going to work it when my upline's shouting me out. That's not how it is for me. This business is, I do it every single day because it's my job, because I'm committed, because I know what my life would look like without it, because I know that if I don't, I'm going to go right back into the cycle of life that I did not want my life to look like. And that also not only affects me, but that affects my spouse, that affects my relationships, that it's, that that affects my future children and my future family. The decisions that you're making today is the decisions that you're choosing to have after effects. They make ripple effects. They make waves in your future. Where are you going? What are your kids going to, what's your, what's your kid's life's going to look like? What's your legacy that you're going to leave? What is the house that you're going to live in 10 years from now? Yes, we can get caught up in what's going on right now, but what are the decisions that we're making today? What else are they affecting? They're not just affecting your enrollments in the month of October. They're not just affecting your mindset in the month of October. They're not just affecting your paycheck in the month of October. They're affecting your November, your December, your 2022, your 2023, your 2025, your 2035. So I'm calling you out today. I'm calling out the half-ass effort. I'm calling out the, oh, I'm only going to put my toe in and see if this works. I'm calling out the, oh, I'm then change it. Do something different. Make different decisions. If what you're doing isn't working, it's not the business, sister. I can tell you that. There are people right now that are joining this business. And I want to have this conversation with you because y'all know I talk about it all the time. I cannot stand wasted potential. I cannot stand it. And it's probably something that I'll never get used to. It's probably something that I'll never, you know, people are like, oh, don't worry about that. You need to get over it. You need to stop thinking about it. That's never something I'm going to. So if you're listening to this and you're still here and you're like, okay, that's me. That's me. I'm pissed off at my paycheck every month. I'm pissed off at my enrollments. I'm constantly blaming my upline and my team and my business for where my paycheck is. I'm constantly struggling with my mindset. I'm constantly struggling with feeling like I'm not good enough. I'm constantly struggling with limiting beliefs. Whatever it is, if you feel convicted after listening to this, it is simply because you have not said yes, Y-E-S, to all things that this business brings. So I can guarantee you, that there is no other company, there is no other job, there is no other thing that you can do in your life. So like I was saying, whenever it comes to MLM, the point is to kind of gaslight you and manipulate you into doing what they want you to do. Your paycheck's not what you want it to be. Your promotion's not what you want it to be. It's because you're not 150% in, sister. 
it's not the business, I can tell you that. That was like my favorite line in that whole video. And I remember whenever this video first got posted and that was said and my jaw dropped because I was like, wow, the successful people in most MLM organizations, the people who make more than, you know, $1,000 a month, $2,000 a month is literally 0.02. But it's not the quote unquote business. I strongly beg to differ. But here's the thing. If they can make you feel pressure of being a problem and they can make you feel like you're sitting in the presence of excellence, then you will work. Not only will you work, but you'll also work twice as hard than they were ever willing to. Because remember, in an MLM, they get paid off of everything that you do. And that's why they manipulate you. Because if you're not producing, they're not earning. They could literally never make the paycheck that they have now if they were not snatching people in and dragging them in by their heels and manipulating them and tricking them and lying to them and giving them false securities if they were not bringing people into their organization as new team members instead of just customers, they would never have the success that they have now. You don't need MLM. The MLM needs you. However, I will give them this much. These top income earners that are in MLMs and all these other companies and and all of this, they do say one thing that is true. The reason that they're sitting at the top 0.02% of the company is because they were willing to do things that the other 99.98% were not willing to do. And that is literally a quote, I'm at the top 0.02% of the company because I'm willing to do stuff that nobody else was willing to do. Well, that is true. However, the part that they leave out is the part where they were willing to do what most people wouldn't do by manipulating and gaslighting and tricking friends, family, and strangers into being their workhorses. So I'm going to just leave that right there. So this was so much fun, you guys. I really enjoyed spending this time with you. I really enjoy being able to present information that I actually have knowledge about and that I've actually been a part of and you know, if there's anything that I could go back in my life and change, I've always, anytime the question's ever been brought up, you know, what would you go back in your life and change? I've always said nothing because I feel like even the hardest parts of my life brought me to where I am now. I would go back and change being in an MLM, 100%. I feel like, unfortunately, there were people that I probably hurt um, trying to recruit, trying to quote unquote work my quote business. Um, and that bothers me. That's something that's been bothering me since I left. And my number one way of trying to make amends is for one, apologizing to those people, which I have. And for two, trying to stop other people from making the same mistakes that I've made. Now, I'm sure there's going to be people who are going to listen to this and roll their eyes and go on into it. But I did get a message the other day from someone who was going to join an MLM, a company that I've never even heard of. Um, and she sent me a message and was like, I'm so glad that I found your podcast because I almost signed up. I almost clicked submit. I was supposed to join this weekend and her friend sent her uh, my podcast. So that was amazing. That was a huge win. Um, Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me today. Please remember that friends do not let friends join MLMs and please pay the fee, which the fee is super simple. Just share this. Um, If you could leave a five-star rating, if you enjoyed this content, if not leave whatever rating you want or don't, I don't care. Um, And if you share this on your social media, please make sure to tag me in it. It's at recovering from MLM on Instagram and TikTok. 
Um, and I want to kind of open the door here because it's been very interesting hearing all these other stories and I feel like it kind of just further validates what so many people have gone through. So if you have a story from your experience with or in an MLM, whether it was as a customer for their products or if it was as a, um, rep yourself, then please DM me your story on Instagram. I truly, I'm going to be so very honest with you guys. Please don't send me messages on TikTok. I will never read them because TikTok does that annoying thing where it like sends you a message every time you and someone else becomes a friend. Like if I friend you and then you friend me back, it sends me a message. So the amount of messages that I get is kind of ridiculous. And so I just don't even check them. Um, but you can message me your experiences and your stories at recovering from MLM on Instagram. Your name will not be shared and your content will not be altered. It will be literally verbatim what you send. So I hope that everybody has a great day. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with me today. And I will be back soon. I'm not sure if I'm going to keep making content every single day because it's a little bit much. Um, but I, I do want to be on here at least once a week. So be sure to turn on that alarm notification so that every single time new content is updated, you are notified. And I will chat with you guys next time. <laughs>